All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star on the line this week. And I know I say that about every guest every week, but this person actually is a rock star. Uh, she's a 70-year-old fitness instructor, and that's quite a unique and also impressive thing because I think it's very common for personal trainers to be, you know, 18, 20, 25, 30, uh, but we don't see a lot of fitness professionals in, in that kind of demographic there. So I'm super excited to introduce this person, hear her story, and, and hear what she does. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Terry Guilford. Terry, how are you? Hi, Jono. I'm fine. How are you? I'm awesome. It's, Just before and it's we get lovely in... up where you are in Darwin, and it's cold and rainy where I am down in Melbourne. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um yeah, it was uh, I was in Melbourne not too long ago actually. What what I found with Melbourne though, Terry, it's kind of like if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes and then it changes. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, so, Terry. Let's let's. Yeah. I just want to dive in and, and hear about your story. Can you let us know? Let it maybe let us know before we get to your backstory. What sure. is it you do at the moment? Where do you work? What do you do? Who's your your target demographic? Let us know that. Okay, I work in a variety of places. For the YMCA, I do aqua aerobics, and my demographic is anywhere from twenty five to my oldest is ninety two. I also work in a private gym in Inverloch called TomFit. Um, and I run classes for the over 50s and beginners, and I also do personal training sessions, about half a dozen of those a week for people. They're not necessarily in my age bracket, but what I find is that they like that I am the age I am. Mm. Um, I'm not 18, and so therefore in some ways I'm more inspiring than intimidating. Yeah. Um, And then I also run classes for um, a local um, community house in a nearby town called Lee and Gather, and I run one class for adults who can get themselves to the floor and up, and the next class for people who prefer a chair-based class. So um, in the chair-based class, we spend about three-quarters of our time sitting, but I tell them you won't improve your balance if you sit constantly, mm-hmm. so we do some standing holding the chair balance exercises and flexibility as well. So I do a ro- between six and ten classes a week. Yeah, wow. That sounds pretty busy. Yes, um, it is. Let us know the backstory, Terry. So you're you're 70 yourself? Is I'm right? 70, 70 and a half now, yes. Um, I was a secondary school teacher and then went back to university at 37 and retrained as a psychologist. Oh, wow. And then I was diagnosed with um, a chronic and progressive arthritic condition. And I said, well, no, not on my watch. I'm going to get fit and stay fit. And it hasn't progressed, which is I'm really lucky. It's mm. still only in one finger, um, which, which is just wonderful. And so I started as an aqua aerobics instructor at 60. Yeah. And well, wait, hold, wait, hold, asked, let's go back a step here, Terry. What, what age were you diagnosed? 
Um, I was diagnosed when I was 55 with gotcha. a progressive arthritic condition. And then and, step one and was then just I, to get yeah. yourself fit, right? You didn't. You yeah, didn't... so then I went to get myself fit and I went to aqua aerobics classes because there's a pool in my small town and I had personal training sessions. And then I looked at the instructor and thought she looked like she was having fun. And I was nearly 60 at that point and I said, how do I do that? And an hour later, I'd signed up to do the WETS course. Wow. And um, a week later, I had two jobs, one at the YMCA and one at the gym where I was, um, where I was, you know, in the aqua class. So, and I've been doing that for nearly 11 years now. So, That's awesome. Well, let, let's dive yeah. deeper into a, a few of those things. So sure. you, you spent kind of five years exercising yourself. You're doing aqua, yes. again, personal training. You had yes. that point where you're like, right, I want to do this. You just asked yes. the instructor. You said, how yes. do I become an, an aqua instructor? Yep. Awesome. I went home and got on the computer and signed up and there was a course the following weekend. So I did the four-day course and I did my certificate three. And so then they asked me at the gym to run classes, group classes in the gym for the older adult. Um, and so I went, I had both aqua and gym classes as well. Wow. And then at 65, my mother, who had dementia, came to live with me. Oh, I have to say, in the meantime, I was working as a psychologist. I went back to school, the university, at 37 and retrained and became both a mother and a psychologist at the age of 40. So right. I'm definitely a, a late bloomer. And I was in um, private practice for 65 years, uh, 25 years. Until yeah, I was going to say, you, you started when you were, you were five? Or? I know, sorry about that, until I was 65. And my mother, who has dementia, came to live with me. And I realized I couldn't leave her alone in the house. So I I closed my psychology practice and then um, only did classes that I could finish before she woke in the morning. Gotcha. So she lived with me for two and a half years. So I did that and now she's in care and I've gone back to working full time as a fitness instructor. Awesome. Yeah. Now I've got, yeah. I've got a couple of questions with the, the qualification side of things. So sure. you were like, you know, right, I want to be an aqua instructor. Was the only qualification you needed um, then the WETS certification or did you need your Cert 3 and the, the WETS certification? They told me that I needed the Cert 3 as well. So I did the Cert 3 anyway. Um, gotcha. How so many I did it. And Cert 3 was online? Cert 3 was online, was face-to-face? -face? It was half and half. I would go down to Melbourne um, a couple of weekends and did the rest online. And then when I was 65, I did Cert 4. And I've been doing personal training ever since. Then, and the cert yeah. four was that online? Was that face to face? That was that was more online. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, a couple questions with that. Were you were you were you always pretty good with computers? You're pretty good online. That was no dramas doing them online. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a steep learning curve. Just like learning to use Zoom was a steep learning curve because during COVID, I set up classes for the friends of mine in Melbourne who are stuck in apartments mm. um, twice a week I gave them a zoom exercise class and for the community house I I did uh, zoom classes for them and so no I'm I'm not a whiz with technology but given enough time I can learn anything I think love it, so. love it. <laughs> okay and then in regards to like the pracs or when you, you're going face to face 
were the other students um were they kind of younger or what was the, the demographic of the other oh students? yeah much younger much younger i think they the um with my cert four i think the next oldest was like 45 yeah there was there's certainly nobody my age but um that, that doesn't stop me it doesn't yeah. stop me my um my heroine is Ernestine Shepherd, um, who is a trainer at eighty five, and she's oh, wow. in the Guinness World Book of Records for being the oldest bodybuilder, profe- uh, competitive bodybuilder in the world. Wow. Her name's Ernestine Shepherd. Is and she so- um is she still around or? Yes, she is. Yes, and yeah, she yeah. still runs classes at eighty five. That's awesome. I'm going so- to reach out and, and see if I can get her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. She's she's terrific. So, awesome. so I think I'm going to keep doing this for as long as I can possibly do it because yes. it's fun. It's fun for me. It helps other people. It keeps us all fit. It's a community. I live in a small town of 6,000 people um, and all my class members come early so they can all chat. Mm-hmm. And um, during COVID, we, we, um, I cleaned the car park and we worked out in the car park with mats. And if they wanted to wait, they had to bring their own weight until things loosened up a bit um and we loved it because it was nice and sunny outside and we all got to see each other which we couldn't do for so long Mm. yeah yes question with um the gym side of things it Mm -hmm. sounds like as soon as you got your cert three like did you go out and apply for these jobs or were people just being like terry you got to teach this tell us tell us a little bit about that process well with with it started with the aqua uh they needed an aqua instructor and i had just done my course so they said do a course and let us see how you go. And they liked what they saw. How did they, they know? Employed... You, how did they know you did the the course though? Because I asked the instructor who was oh, gotcha. the yeah, course right. how to qualify. Yeah. So yeah. and so she said, "Well, let me see you do a class." And of course, as part of the class, you have to have a supervisor. As part of the course, yeah. you have to. Oh, sorry, just a sec. Oh, um... was that was that the Rocky sound? Yes. Song I heard? Is that your ringtone? <laughs> My That's phone so um, cool. <laughs> is rocky, which everyone yeah. thinks is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in a quiet cafe the other day and my phone went off and there was a, a group of men nearby and they all stood up and went, yes, yeah. with their arms in the air. Yeah, and then yeah. they all sat down again. It was hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, okay, so you got, I, that, you got the aqua job? I got the aqua job and then they asked me to run a group fitness class and um and i said sure and i started off with two people that was four or five years ago and now i have a a a revolving group of about 30 people because people my age are they're looking after grandchildren or they're going north in their caravan or um and it of course it slowed down over covid but i still clean down and wipe everything i possibly can um and it has to be seen to be done. So everything is 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 cleaned. Everything that they've touched in the class is cleaned. And while I'm doing that, they have to get down on the floor on their knees with each leg three times and then get down on their butt three times and stand. And they don't like doing it, but they do it every time. Because I said getting down up off the floor is something we always want to be able to do. Oh yeah. I mean that's that's a fundamental in case we find ourselves on the floor or on the ground somewhere. We need to be able to get up. So getting up off chairs, getting up off loose, getting up off the floor, all the functional side of of classes is very important to me. 
and they see that it's very important because because they do it. Nobody objects. I mean, they object, <laughs> but <laughs> they still do they it. They do it anyway. And they and during that, all of the equipment is put in the middle of the room, and I sanitize and wipe it down and put it away. Because, of course, people my age, like I'm 70, but my mother's 95, so mm. I have to make sure I don't give her COVID. Or and, and I have people whose husbands have, you know, conditions or wives who have conditions. And so it's. I think it's really important to, to let them know that you know that COVID isn't over. So I sanitize. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yes. We'll, we'll speak about yeah. the actual classes in a minute. Sure. But before we get to that, Terry, all the photos that I see you post on social media and that sort of stuff, seems like you've got such a good community. You know, you mentioned there's 30 people there, everyone's smiling, yeah. they're having fun. Have yeah. you got any uh, – we'll ask the question. You can answer this, I guess, in two different ways. Um, how did you build such a good community? Or if there's a, a personal trainer or an instructor watching this, what tips could you give them on how to build a really good community with that demographic? Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Okay, well, the first thing is that my motto is if you're not having fun, you're sort of missing the point. Mm. We don't get fit in order to be fit. We get fit in order to enjoy our lives more. Mm. And so um, I encourage laughter. I get them often to work in pairs and in threes. I say, you know, find someone you don't know learn their name. We often do name calls around at the beginning um, and and we laugh a lot um, because I think the older generation doesn't want to just go to the gym and work hard. Mm. They also want to make friends. Um, they also want to enjoy themselves um, and many of them go for coffee afterwards. So they're building their own small communities is that um, a quick question with that, Terry? Is that something sure. that just happened organically, or did you kind of, well, in terms of the coffee I'm talking about here, yeah. did that just happen I, organically, or did you kind of suggest it? Do you go to? I go to sometimes. Come? I don't go all the time in case I want to talk about my classes, but I go often. And if anyone's having a major birthday, we go. I for my seventieth, we had a big event at a local cafe mm. um, for the after the last class this year. All of my people are going out to a cafe. I've booked 20 to 30 seats. We're all going to go and have morning tea after we've had time to get ourselves out of our workout gear and get dressed because they'll be so tired and sweaty by mm. then <laughs> that they have to get dressed. Um, so, yeah, so I would say I probably go to half their coffee um, events and I enjoy it when I do, um, but I also realise that, I'm staff and they may actually want to talk about what they liked or didn't like about the class. They might want to, you know, they might want their own space. Mm. But a lot of people come early to the gym, about 15 minutes early, and they stand around and chat. And yeah. sometimes it feels like a pity that I actually have to stop them chatting to yeah. make them work out. 
but but we we do we laugh a lot yeah awesome. which is and, nice and then coming early that just happened organically as well you didn't yes it did guys, no i didn't no i didn't that just happened organically awesome. yeah and i think even more so since covid because people now appreciate the being with other people after having been on their own for so long because it's not the same exercising at home it's just mm. not yeah you know um yeah awesome so, okay mm. so a couple couple questions with that so sure. i think um actually i'll ask you the question terry do you think it's easier to build a community with that demographic as opposed to like say 20 to 35 year olds because i feel like if you had 20 to 35 year olds that came 15 minutes early to a class they're just all going to be sitting down on their phones does that yes. not happen in the in the you know the fifty plus yeah, demographic no, or it doesn't no it doesn't happen at all in fact yeah. that, that I, they don't even bring their phones into the room yeah. and I do sat, see that in classes of the younger people where they will sit around and look on their phones until they're told it's time to start yeah but um but not with my age group and I make sure that I know all their names I make sure that. You know, if they say, has anyone got any good news? And so they might report a new grandchild or they might report a holiday or they might have something that they want to tell the group. But I, I say good news. Has anyone got any good news? Yeah. And, and, you know, um, and that helps too. Um, and that, that takes like 15 seconds at the beginning of the class. Yeah. you know to and and to if somebody's new i we go around and then i joke and say right to that person right there's going to be a quiz later you have to know all their names yeah. <laughs> which of course makes everybody laugh yeah, um, yeah. and and then i pair them up with, with somebody unthreatening yeah and i find that if i get them to do it in pairs they often themselves choose somebody that they feel comfortable with because i've got someone who's 50 but i've also got someone who's 78 yeah and and so they tend to want to be with someone who is similarly capable can if i can say that so yeah. and of course I, I get every move has a modification because there are people who don't like to get down on their knees so i get them to do sit to stands with with a, a bench instead because we need to be able to get up and down by ourselves Hundred percent. Well, which is uh, basically, I talk about it being getting off the loo as being our bottom line for fitness. Pardon the pun, yeah. but it is it is the one thing that we all want to be able to do. So, though I don't emphasize the fact that we're older, mm. um, I just make sure that my exercises are, are simple and they're functional. Um, yeah, awesome, and that, that and that the, and modifiable as well. So, yes. Well, let, let's dive yeah. into that. Just before we do, sure. I'll summarize a couple of the, the key points I think I, I heard there. So I think yeah. if you are training this demographic, it's important to make it fun. It's not yeah. just about the workout. You know, yes. if, we, if we compare the two demographics again, you might get people that are you know 25 years old. They just want to go in there, do their workout, get out of there, like completely different if you're 65, right? Yes. And there's things that we should be doing. Some of the things will happen organically, but there are things we need to do as the instructor as well. We need to know everyone's yes. names. Yeah. Um, we want to be doing things like sharing good news. We want to be suggesting um, 
meeting up afterwards if it's anyone's mm-hmm. uh, birthday or any yeah. big event let's see up tee up some coffee things let's always get people in pairs or if not twos or threes um yeah, yeah so i think there's some really good yes. good pointers there in terms and of- always and always greet them by name because they can come in and just stand at the back yeah. And then you may not even notice that they were there. And so they go away feeling not noticed. Mm. So I, and I think it's important for them to feel noticed and named and included as yeah. well. There's, a, there's so, a big difference between, hey, guys, yeah. it's great to see you. And, yeah. hey, Terry, good to see you. Hey, John, yes. good to see you. Yeah. Like, it's worth And has your new granddaughter. And, yeah. You know, yeah, just, and it doesn't have to be a lot. It's not intrusive. But if they share that they have a new grandchild, then I will mention that next time when I see them and I say, how's your new grandbaby? Um, And then they're pleased because they've been acknowledged. Um, Because a lot of, I mean, I would say that maybe half of the women that I work with live on their own. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and there are some couples who come together, but often they are women who live on their own. So, yes. and and for them, so it's a social event, yeah. Yes. And particularly in aqua aerobics, they all stand at the back, and they chat, chat, chat. So for the first track, I say, right, this is a meet and greet. I want you to say hello. I want you to learn one new name, and I make mm-hmm. them walk back and forwards across the pool so that they pass each other, so that their faces become familiar, because people tend to be creatures of habit, and if you always stand at the front. You don't know who's behind you. Yeah. So I I get them to say hello and and then they get chatting and then I say, right, everybody, now we're going to work. And, you know, occasional comments are fine, but long conversations are not appreciated. And they get that. Well, most of them get that. (laughs) (laughs) And then you realize that they're not there for you. It's not about the instructor. It's about their experience. And my job is to show them the moves and give them lots of encouragement and energy. Um, and and then the rest is up to them. Yeah. Yes. So, I love it. All right. Well, yes. let's um let's speak about the programming now, Terry. Probably okay. more on the the group fitness classes that you run sure. as opposed to the aqua, because most people listening yeah. to this will do more um, group fitness classes as opposed to to aqua. What can you tell us there? And I'll ask it the same way. Like what kind of um, workouts or what kind of programming do you do with your group? Um, Or if there's someone listening to this and they want to start training that demographic or they're already starting to train that demographic, what tips could you give them there? Okay. I have seven basic different classes um, I run for, say, I'll just talk about the gym that I work at. Um, I have seven basic classes that I run and I program them in so that, for example, if I'm using resistance bands on a Tuesday, one week, I might use them on a Wednesday, the yep, next okay. week and Thursday, the week after. Yep. So I have um, body weight classes. Yep. I have a one weight class where um, you know, dumbbell? Weight, they're given yes. one weight because there may not be enough weights in within the limits that they want to use. Gotcha. So when you there say might weight... be people who don't want to use over seven kilo weights. So gotcha. if I've and got these, a class of 18 dumbbells? people, these are yeah, dumbbells, dumbbells gotcha. yep. or I got, get the plates if I don't have enough dumbbells, and then gotcha. some people like to use the little kettlebells. Gotcha. So, But I'll give them one weight so that we can do snatches and shoulder, you know, one on <laughs> um, shoulder presses one weight at a time and gotcha. bent over rows and things like that. Um, and then we do 
one class where we go into the the, the building is the, the gym is in two parts. So there's a classroom, but then there's a the gym room that has all the cable equipment. And once a fortnight, on a different day each fortnight, I take them into the main room oh, and we but... do, you know, the shoulder press machine, the pec fly, the chest press, the lat pull downs, the leg extensions and curls. Yeah. Um, and, and it's kind of like a bit of a follow the leader. And they really yeah. enjoy that. Um, I do um, circuits, a range of circuits. Um, either in pairs or in, in triples. Um, I've forgotten how many that is now. <laughs> well, but, you've got, I've got them here. You've got bands, body weight, dumbbells, yep. gym yes. pool, circuits. Yep. That's five. Yes. That's five. Well, there are two more, but I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> what they are. And I don't have, the, I don't have the book nearby, but, um, and, and a Tabata, you know, oh, yep. and then, um, and they, they, some of them, some of the classes, I let them, do their own thing. Oh, and AMRAP. So, for example, oh, yeah. I write it on, on a whiteboard. I say you've got five minutes to get through as many of these as you can. And I have to make, make it very clear that they're not doing the same exercise for five minutes. Yeah. They have to do 10 <laughs> yeah, shoulder presses yeah. and then move to the next activity. So we do AMRAPs. Um, and they seem they seem to like the variety between being directed by me, which is, is in the yeah. Tabata or a resistance bands, or working at their own pace doing an AMRAP because yeah. some people will get through all the exercises twice in five minutes and some people are just working, um, getting through the exercises or um, and I can go around and, you know, give them variations and give them, you know, um, form advice and stuff like that. So they, they, they get a variety of classes from the one person because because it's a small town and there aren't that many instructors, mm. um, I can't do the same class often. I have yeah. to keep reinventing the class. So because it, even in a small town, you've got there's there's chibol classes, there's zumba, there's mm. line dancing and circle dancing, and there are many places that people can go for exercise. So to keep them coming to the class, you have to keep them interesting and you have to keep them fun. And you have to keep them doable. So we're not doing wall sprawls. And if they do um, like a burpee, I call them baby burps, um, and I use a step and they go down with their hands um, on the step. And then I, I changed it from the step to a pile of um, mats. And then I would take half the mats away so they'd have to get closer and closer to the floor. Um and the you know they can take one leg back at a time instead of doing the jump back, and so the the baby burps are you know, they only have to do five of them rather than ten, um, and it's a bit of a joke because nobody likes burpees. Mm. Um, but then the ones in their fifties they might like to do the full jump in the air, get right to the ground, do their push up, um, and the older ones they just like to put their hands down, put their feet back one at a time bring their foot back one at a time, and then stand. So, yeah, that's where an AMRAP works well, I think. The yes. only thing with an AMRAP is you have to make sure that there's not a bottleneck because there's only one piece of a certain equipment. Like um, I wouldn't use um, a BOSU ball with an mm. AMRAP because they, are, they start lining up waiting for their turn on the BOSU ball because there's only one of them. So you have to be careful what kinds of it exercises you give them um in an amrap and yes. and 
and they have to do thing they have to be things that I know they can confidently do. So I don't do a lot of um so I give them like I'll give them a, a goblet squat and the older ones may not pick up a weight and they may only do quarter squats, but the younger ones might pick up a, a 10 kilo kettlebell and do full squats. So um yeah, I want them to feel confident. And and when I do just the body weight one, I say this is stuff that you can do at home. You don't have to have a set of weights. You don't have to have a mat. But um, the, and the other thing that I emphasize is balance because a lot of people are losing their balance. So we do at least 10 minutes in every class practicing our balance, whether we walk one foot in front of the other or whether we just stand static on one foot or whether we, we move um, while we're standing on one foot. Um, cause balance, I, I say it's balance first, flexibility, strength and cardio. Mm. So I try and include a little bit of cardio, um, and I yell cardio and they all race to their favorite machines. It's like the ski oaks or the bikes or the rowers or the, uh, or the sled. And if, if you're last, you get left with the sled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and you know, they, they might just do that for one minute at a time. Um, and then we go back to strength building because, of course, strength is building is what people over 50 are really looking for. You know, they're becoming aware that they, they want to be able to get up off the floor holding a grandchild or just get up off the floor. They want to be able to remain strong. So 100%. carry a, a crying baby around all the time. And it's not just about being a grandparent. It's being able to do things like, you know, take lids off jars and, mm. you know, they don't want to be seen. And I certainly don't want to be seen as geriatric. Um, so I don't play games with them because it, it feels a little bit condescending. They're there mm. to work out. They're there to do exercises that are useful for them in everyday life. And they're there for, for social reasons as well. Does that make sense? Yes, for sure. I've got a few other Good. questions in regards sure. to the, the cluster as well, Terry. Sure. Three I'll give you. In terms yeah. of time, like mm -hmm. do you find there's a specific time that this demographic prefers to train? Yes. Also timing, do mm -hmm. you prefer, and you, this is a couple different ways, do you find they sure. prefer 30-minute classes, 45, 60? Um, and also, actually, we'll just leave it with, with time okay. class. And then also right. music, those three there. So time, timing, okay. and music. What yeah. can you tell us about those three? Well, I I run classes that they used to be at 8.30, but the next class was at 9.15 and all the young ones would come around and stand around and watch us. So yeah. I said to the boss, they don't like watch, having young people watching them do downward facing dog yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, they don't yeah. like the butt in the air kind of activities when other people are around, they're self-conscious. So I, I got it, it got it moved to 8.20. Yeah. Um, which means that they're gone before the next group arrives, unless the yeah. next group arrives. And is the next group that arrives. Our classes are they, Terry? Or? No, they're forty. They're forty-five 40. minutes. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and then the class that comes after it is all women with prams. Oh. So they start bringing their prams in and setting their prams up and giving their toddlers screens. And so they have dropped their children off at school and come to the gym from school. So my class is earlier than that. And they like to get it done and out of the way early. Yeah. So 8.20 works really well for us for a 45-minute class. I have my own 
playlist and I include things like Rocky and Flashdance and um, I'm Still Standing by Elton John and mm. um, The Survivor and all of the songs that for me, lyrics are really important because I'm a very verbal person. I was a language teacher for 20 years. So I don't have any songs that have lyrics that are discouraging. So mm. it's all about um, I'm, I'll get up again, I'm unstoppable, I have some new ones and I have some old ones, but I don't have what I call doof doof music. Mm. And I don't have it too loud because I don't like shouting over it. And they don't like shouting at each other over it. So there's music there, <laughs> which as soon as I finish my class, the young 20-something comes in and he turns up, put on his playlist and it's bow, 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 doof, doof, doof. And we all go, right, let's go and have coffee. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good contrast. So, yeah, so it's not too loud. And um, so I have songs like Mama Rock Me, Um which, which is a kind of like a hillbilly song. And we, we stop whatever we're doing whenever that song comes along and we do hillbilly a dance a just for dance. Fun, the fun That's of it. Sick. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So, and I sing along. I will get up again, you know, and I'm still standing and I'm unstoppable and, um, yeah, and it's good fun. Yeah. It's slightly different with an aqua class. Um, you can do, you know, the demographic there really likes the older songs, um, but I, I like Shirley Bassey's um, Whenever You Walk in the Joint, boom, boom, you know, and they play with their noodles up in the air. That's kind of fun too. Yeah, um, cool. But it's, it, in, in many cases, it's the music they like the most. So I, I had this list of about 30 or 40 songs that I go through and I start at a different point with every class, so they're not always starting with Rocky. As much as I would like them to start with Rocky. <laughs> yeah, that is a good start. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. um, and I'm going to just keep on doing it, you know. Um, and I'm just, I'm retraining now um, to run Pilates classes. Oh, nice. And I'm also, I also offer step classes because step is just so much fun. And mm. it kind of went out of fashion for a while, but it's coming back. So my demographic wants step classes. But the new ones, when the, the younger ones, when they watch me go doing a step routine, they go, they go, how can we do that? Because you know they've never seen it before. So yeah. I'm I'm getting them interested in step classes. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, Terry, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover today. Is mm -hmm. there anything I should have asked you but forgot to, or anything you want to finish us off with? I would just say to anybody is is to not think in terms of age, think in terms of enjoyment, think in terms of um, encouraging and inspiring other people and think in terms of having fun and and keeping up to date. I mean, you've got to keep up your CECs and you've got to um, you've got to know the difference between a deadlift and a squat. You know, you have to know you have to know your stuff but you also have to make it stuff that other people want to do and wake up in the morning and go, yes, I'm going to gym. Not be just for the exercises, but because the so-and-so will be there, the music will be great, I will feel flexible, I will learn how to balance better, which is a big thing in the over 50s, is mm. remembering to get them to do some balancing. Um, and make it fun. Make it fun, make it professional. And just enjoy the process. 
That's love about it. it. Love it. Yeah. Awesome advice. And if anyone's listening to this, Terry, and they're like, all right, this woman sounds cool. I want to, you mm-hmm. know, follow her and, and see what she's doing. Um, are you? Do you have a social media profile that you'd want people to, to check out or anything like that? Um, I'm working on it. That is a work in progress. Um, I did do some, uh, for Lean Gather Community House, I did a couple of cl- home classes that were recorded so that people could do them during COVID. Um, they're a bit of a mashup of classes because they wanted me to do a standing and a seated class combined. But other than that, not so much. No, not yet, but I'm working on it. Awesome. So one day. I am both a masterpiece and a work in progress. Yes. There we go. <laughs> awesome. All right, Terry. Thank okay. you very much for your time. Well, and thank you, Jono. That was fun. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.